You are listening to Figuring Shit Out with Dr. Nikki Naradin, where you can finally get yourself out of that state of confusion. Confusion is the stealer of dreams and move into some clarity so that you can really like live your passion, your hope, your dream, anything you ever wanted. It's all possible. You could feel better really, really quickly. All right. Enjoy the episode. Hello, 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 my lovely friends. It's Dr. Nikki here. And I am actually recording this from a guitar writing retreat that I'm doing in upstate New York. And I'm having a little bit of an allergy attack. So my voice will be a little bit more nasal, a little bit deeper. I've got a very deep thing going on. But I really wanted to get this out because there's so much on my mind and so much that I love and want to share with you guys. So we're going to start out with the commitment, which is, like I always say, it it is an anthem to what we ideally want to achieve in this life that we're living and how we want to direct our minds and our futures. And, and it is the promise of, of all human beings, of what we should expect. And so at least if we come from a place of knowing that this is possible and that we should expect it, then there's some possibility there. But I think when we absolutely believe that there is no possibility for us to achieve what this commitment says, then it gets very discouraging and kind of opens us up to whatever feelings are related to discouragement. I mean, that is a feeling, but, you know, sadness and, you know, kind of makes us act in those ways uh, where we don't live life to the fullest of our ability. That doesn't mean it's going to be joyous at every moment. It just means that we get to live it fully. We live a fully human life. So the commitment is from this moment on, I joyfully promise to never give up on my goals and dreams. I choose to remember always that the whole world is mine to explore and I need never be alone in figuring it out, figuring it out and making it just right. That I was born worthy and lovable without condition. And whatever brought me to this place is just the journey to my present and future self and not the sum total of who I am or who I will become. And I think we're always judging ourselves based on our past and don't envision that there is something very different that we will be able to figure out in the future, that life could look very different. And part of that is because we feel probably that our family is judging us in that way too. Like whatever it uh, it is that we achieved before is probably all that we're expected to achieve for the future And we have internalized that, that there's no possibility. But if people believe that they were truly bound to whatever it was that they did in the past or whatever they created in the past or whatever patterns they had in the past, then nothing new would be created. There'd be no possibilities for anything new, any, any new discoveries and inventions and ways of thinking or anything. So, so this is the first moment the first possibility of your future life. So that's pretty exciting, I think. And we usually go over uh, A Course in Miracles. We're on lesson 34 in A Course in Miracles. And I love this one. I could see peace instead of this. 
which which is that idea that that peace of mind or whatever is going on in your brain is an internal matter. You could decide to feel peaceful even when there are things going on around you that might seem not peaceful. That doesn't mean that you stay in a dangerous situation. It just means you get to choose mostly what you're feeling in most situations. And again, the choice often is a choice that we hadn't chosen ourselves before. They're kind of literal recordings about what other people were experiencing it, how they internalized it, how they gave it to us to internalize. And we just practiced, practiced, practiced it. And all all of a sudden it became our belief, our thinking, our recording, whatever it is. But we could choose peace and we could choose the emotion that we would like to choose in relation to it. That doesn't mean that we don't choose anger when things are upsetting or sadness. But we still could decide related to that, that nothing is wrong, that everything is still okay, even with those feelings. But generally, peace of mind has to start within your mind and then extend outwards. I mean, there are so many people that are expecting the worst before the worst ever happens. And I don't think that it really protects them to expect the worst. I think if anything, it creates an angst in them and a worry and a fear that somehow misses the ways in which you could actually think clearly and makes you not think clearly because you're just reacting and responding and and it's it's very intense. So it's from your peace of mind and your peaceful perception that a peaceful world has the possibility to arise. It definitely can't arise when you are fighting in that same way that the world you're experiencing is fighting you you know, where people are just constantly on the defensive. So I'm not even talking about like, you know, actually protecting yourself against a true and imminent danger. It's the thought that everything is against you. I don't know if you've had this happen before, but anytime you try to talk to people nowadays, they are always defending themselves, feeling defensive. Lately, I've just decided that that whatever anybody says to me probably has a ring of truth. Some people say 10%, some people say less, whatever it is. But it's it's actually easier for me to incorporate and think about the ring of truth and say, oh yeah, I could see where I might do that without defending myself in a certain way. And then I totally disarm the person who's spoken to me. They, they've like, they're almost embarrassed to have brought something up because I was so relaxed about it. Like, yeah, oh, I could, I could totally see where that's upsetting you and where I, I could have done that or where I wasn't thinking well. Like sometimes I'll even say like, what would, what would you have preferred me to do? Like, tell me what you're thinking. And then if they have some space, because a lot of times people will say things, they're so glad you're not defensive. And sometimes they'll have space for you to explain what you were thinking at the time. Then you can explain yourself, but not, but not in a defensive way, you know, not in a way where you are protecting yourself at all costs, defending yourself, no matter what somebody says to you, even if they might be right, like just to pause for a second and think about what they say and even internalize it as a possibility. Like, oh yeah, I, I definitely do that sometimes. Wow. Yeah. I can get a little bit jealous or I could get a little bit, you know, protective or whatever it is. But but I've always found it easier nowadays to just say, wow, I could see where where you could 
you could feel it that way. And people are completely disarmed and open and, and, you know, turned into a mushy little puddle sometimes, but really you, you, there's nothing to fight about anymore. Like if you're not fighting to be right, then there's nothing to fight about. You could decide that your internal way in which you perceive things could be peaceful. So I, like I said before, am at this songwriting, I call it retreat, but truly it's a camp, a retreat for some reason. Like, and again, I'm always trying so desperately to be cool. Like I want to be part of the cool crowd. I think I'm cooler than everybody, like whatever it is, but a retreat to me sounds a little bit more serious than a camp, but, but it is called a songwriting camp and it's a pretty fantastic place. But before I came here now, I had come to this camp six years ago And I had a great time, but there was something in my mind about there weren't enough lessons, they weren't in depth enough, the people weren't cool enough, people seemed older. Whatever it was that I decided about this camp, I continued to believe and believed even stronger than I had ever believed before. And so I switched camp to this very cool hip guitar camp that takes place in Asheville, North Carolina, a million like somewhat famous guitar players in the genre that they're playing. And I would go there and I'd be part of the cool crowd and I'd play the guitar because when I'm paying attention and practicing, I'm a pretty good guitar player. Like, I don't know, I started playing the guitar a couple of years back because I didn't want to be the chick singer in a band. When you're like the girl singer in a band, and I use that word chick almost as a a little slangy metaphor, when you're the girl singer in, in the band and you don't play an instrument and you can't actualize your own musical in musical terms that other musicians understand, the guys tend to take over. Now, guys take over no matter what, but they tend to take over even more. And I didn't want anyone having agency over my music. I wanted to be able to direct them. So I became a really good guitar player or an adequate enough guitar player to understand music theory and play whatever songs I need to play. But I I see myself infusing myself in lots of places and spaces where women seem to take less ownership. Like I go to a Beatles jam once a month when I'm in town and it seems like all the men are the guitar players and the women are sitting around singing, which means that the men guitar players get to call the songs that they know and play them and play them the way they want and start and stop them with the way they want. And I just decided that, that, I wasn't going to do that anymore, that I was going to play well enough and bring my guitar and sit myself right in the center of the circle. Now, it's interesting because the other women, some of them actually are excited that there's a woman in the center of the circle. And some of them are actually somewhat jealous. Like, why does she get to sit in the circle? Or what happened with her specifically that she feels like she can push herself into the circle? Like, I almost become pushy and bitchy and difficult and loud and whatever it is that people want to say about women who are asserting themselves and inserting themselves in certain ways. Now, instead of seeing it as, wow, look at the possibilities, like, you know, I could get in in whatever circle I want to get into. They might not want to get into the guitar circle. Maybe they don't want to take that time to learn how to play the guitar. Maybe it's not that interesting to them. 
but but the message is is that they could get themselves into any circle they wanted to get themselves into. And that's what I'm putting out there. Like, what are the possibilities for your life? But instead, because of sexism and the patriarchy, we feel like there's not enough resource. So if there's only room for one woman in the circle, then there'll be room for nobody else in the circle. And I think that we expand this out to almost everything in related in relation to women. Like there's only this much resource. There's only this many things you can have. There's only this many things you can own instead of like the endless possibilities of what we could do. There is no need to fight over crumbs. We can really go for whatever we want if given the circumstances that I'm definitely in. Now, I know it's not quite as easy, and I know that we've been socialized in a particular way to be pleasing and helpful and conciliatory and whatever else it is, but I still stand as the possibility of somebody who will move into spaces where generally guys are taking over. The other thing I did is that at this camp, there's a show every night and it seems like the guys have volunteered to do all the technical stuff of the show, which means set up the mics, plug in the amplifiers, plug in the guitars, whatever it is. And they were running around, but it seemed like a really guy thing to do like technological things like that. And one of the guys like asked if he can go to the bathroom and if I would help him with something. And I did. And I really enjoyed myself. And then I started taking over. Now I had the feeling that some people were really excited that I had taken over the technical aspects of this particular show. And other people were wondering why I was trying to be so visible or whatever it was. But it's just a fascinating thing to think about. So think about those places where you stay small, where you don't insert yourself, where you feel like there's no space for you, where you think there's a limited supply, and see if you can somehow envision that the supply is endless. The possibilities are endless. I can figure out how to insert myself into spaces and have feelings about it. And that's still okay. I love that. All right. So I was starting to talk about where I had decided to not have a good time, that the place wasn't cool. I wasn't part of the cool crowd. And the reason why I came back to this camp is because the other camp that I was going to was happening at the same exact time. And I was signing up for that camp, but my credit card didn't run through. I was in Alaska at the time. It kept not accepting my credit card. And I thought, maybe this is the universe telling me that I should go to this other camp, which is closer to my home, closer to where my kids are. I spent a week with my kids at their camp the week before. I wouldn't have to get on a plane and go all the way to Asheville, North Carolina. It could have been a win-win. So in my brain, I thought, you know what? If this other camp accepts my card quickly, then it's a sign from the universe that I should go. And guess what? It accepted my card quickly. There was my sign to go to this camp that I somehow had decided was uncool without great instructors, whatever it was. And the whole time leading up to it, I felt bad. I felt like I had made the wrong decision. Decision. I was in a state of confusion. I didn't know what to do. So usually I get really excited leading up to camps. And leading up to this camp, I was anxious, uncomfortable, confused, and thought that maybe I would change it at some point. And then I realized that 
all of my thinking was actually an internal job. It was an inside job that I believed these things that were completely not true. Because when I really thought about it, I had made some lovely friends at that camp. I had written a beautiful song that I put on my last album. And my guitar playing got better. And I had some performance experience. And it was close. I got to see some friends. At that point, my parents were living here and they came over. It was wonderful. So I had to really shift what it was that I was deciding to think about this camp. And so I've come up with the five ways to make a different decision. Deciding something that isn't true, isn't true. So the first one is to reframe your expectations. Instead of focusing on past experiences, approach a songwriting camp with an open mind. Consider it as a fresh opportunity to learn and grow as an artist. I'm going to embrace the challenge. I'm going to see the chance to expand creatively. Step number two, understand your own mind and where your thought errors are. That thought, no one cool will be there. Well, there are tons of cool people here and I've met them and I'm really close to them and I'm having the best time. So that other thought, I wasn't going to have a good time. How do I know? There is no way to know whether I'm going to have a good time or not, unless I decide to not have a good time beforehand. And really, I can have a good time anywhere. So for me to decide that is really wacky. The next thought, there isn't enough choice in teachers. Well, you know what? I don't have that many hours in the day. I have a couple of great teachers, a couple of teachers that are not quite as as inspirational to me. And you know what? I get nuggets every day that I can use. And my brain honestly couldn't handle any more nuggets than this. So do a thought download, see what is coming out of your brain, And then you can do two things with it. You can either just notice it and allow it and not fight it, but also know that it's coming out of your brain and not necessarily true. You can dig deeper and you can string those thoughts back to whatever earlier situations seem similar and work on those situations. Or you could have a thought ladder and decide a slightly better feeling thought, one that is also equally as true. There are so many things you can do with that. Number three, set specific goals. I had a specific goal that I was going to write one song before I left, and I've already accomplished it. And it's not even the end of the week yet. I have a beautiful song, one that'll go on my next album. Yay, me. Number four, embrace the possibilities. We have no idea what the future holds. There are so many possibilities. Maybe I will meet my future bandmate. Maybe I will meet my future co-writer. Maybe I will join a group of co-writers. I have no idea what this could bring, but the possibilities are endless. And even if I didn't get it done here in this one week, I am setting myself up for the future. And number five, do the work beforehand. Notice what you're thinking. Don't beat yourself up. Choose a different approach to what you're doing. Figure out how to manage your mind. Get in touch with a coach. Do whatever mind management work you need to do. Whatever it is, do that work as part of your journey to figuring out how to have a better life and really keep that early commitment we talk about and we talked about as a possibility for the future.
All right, you got it. It's all going to be in the show notes. Like, subscribe, rate, review, and share. We got to make this really big. We are figuring shit out together. All right. I love you guys. Hey, everybody. If you want to work with me and really figure shit out, get unstuck and off the emotional roller coaster and heading towards your passion. And I know you can get in contact with me and let's work together. It'll be worth worth it for the life of your dreams. Okay. You can get in touch with me at Nikki at drnikkinaridan.com. That's N-I-K-K-I at D-R-N-I-K-K-I-N-E-R-E-T-I-N.com. Take care. Love you guys.